0: Hello and welcome to the All Seeing One podcast, the All Seeing Eye, the true eye, which is in us and out there. Anyways, um, today's topic is sleep paralysis experiences, specifically astral parasites, psychic leeches, energetic vampires or energetic parasites, or also known as astral jellyfish, We're going to be talking about this for quite a while on this channel and also on this um, podcast. Different kinds of experiences like this keep coming up amid the COVID-19 crisis going on out there. And to get your mind off that, we're going to talk about some supernatural encounters. Uh, Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about astral parasites, or what some call psychic leeches or interdimensional alien hybrids created by quote-unquote the fallen ones. So um, without further ado, let me talk about my experience. So what what happened, what seemed to take place um, was about two weeks ago, um, I actually had what you would call a God dream, a message from the all-knowing one, the all-seeing one, not the fake all-seeing one, all-seeing eye, the real all-seeing one, the eternal Godhead, the source. So anyways, I was asleep, I had this dream that, unfolded and there was a lot of synchronicities in the dream that gave me confirmations on a lot of things that God has already been showing me in my waking life. So I woke up, uh, it was about 6, probably like 5.30 or 6 in the morning. Um, I got up, I talked to some family members, and then I started feeling tired. I felt like I should go back to sleep for a little bit. So I went back to sleep, I laid down, and my back kind of hurts. so I have an additional pillow that I put between my legs so that way I could have a stable back. That's some People out there that don't know about that, if you sleep on your side, right or left, and you put a pillow between your legs, it does help ease your um, spine. So I was laying on my side, and then I fell asleep. Um, Unknowingly fell asleep. Um, I was trying to fall asleep, but couldn't fall asleep, and then all of a sudden I was asleep. Now, what took place was very strange. I was dreaming. I was kind of in the dream, aware, that I was dreaming. In the dream, I could look around and I was kinda like, this looks strange. What's going on? I don't understand. Why does this feel strange? Why do I feel like I'm asleep? So what you would call there is I was actually becoming lucid. And a lucid dream is where you're aware you're dreaming. Not that you can control your dreams, but that you're aware that you're dreaming. So I was looking around and I was like, oh my gosh, what's going on? Suddenly, I'm awakened and I'm kind of half sleep, half awake state. I could feel my body laying on my right side with the pillow between my legs. And I was like, okay, that was weird. That was a weird dream, whatever, I'm gonna get up. And as I said that, I couldn't get up. And I'm laying there, I'm kind of getting anxious talking about it actually just right now. And I'm laying there and I'm like, okay, I'll get up now. And I couldn't move. So I told myself again, okay, I'll get up now. And then I couldn't move. And I was like, oh my gosh, what's happening? So I was like, well, this is strange. And then I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna get up right now. And I tried to, and I still could not. So then I really forced myself. I forced myself to move upwards. And as I did, I can feel what, felt, what I can only describe as these tentacles wrapped around my whole entire body and it was a, it had a grip on me like a snake has a grip on its prey and it was just clutched around. Now I really started to panic because now I could really feel I can't move and then second of all, there's something on me. And that's what's, I mean, I've studied sleep paralysis for um, a long time, for many years, but until you experience it, wow, there's a huge difference. And I see all these short films online, um, even professional movies and even books and nothing comes close to the actual experience it you have the the actual experience is far more terrifying than anything anybody could make unless they're dialed into it so then i kind of like shoved my whole entire body i shoved it upwards as much as i can and in my astral body i was going and i and i just turned my body over and as i tried to this thing gripped me tighter and like put me back on my side in submission like you're not gonna move. I'm gonna continue to hold you down, and that's when I truly started to panic. And I started telling myself in my mind, "What do I? What do I do? What do I do? I don't know what to do. What do I do? I don't know what to do. I wasn't trained for what was going on. It truly t- caught me off guard. And as I tried to try to move, this thing I can feel there was something on me, and that's when I truly started to panic. And I was thinking, "What do I do? What do I do? What do I do?" Almost like you're in a crisis and you don't know what to do, like when there's an earthquake. Or if, you, if there's a twister coming, a lot of people go into panic mode and you don't know what to do because you haven't been trained properly how to address that situation. So I was really tripping out. I was like, okay, I'm going to force myself over upwards. So I forced myself again as hard as I can. And as I did, it felt like going through wax. This thing let go of its grip and it was slithering and gripping all over my body like a jellyfish just... With all its tentacles all around my body, and I can feel it moving and like slapping against my body, and like trying to hold on and just moving all over the place, and it it felt it felt horrible, and the first thing that came to mind in my knowing, in my spirit, in my astral body was, oh my gosh, this is what it felt like on me. There's an interdimensional hybrid alien tentacle thing on me. How do I get this thing off me? Now at this point I'm awake. I mean, I my eyes are slightly open and I could see my body, but I can't move. I can even see the light coming in through the room, and I could and and I could. It's almost like I could I could feel this entity all around me, just squirming and moving around, and it felt awful. It felt awful. It felt like as if someone you know just dropped a snake on you, or some like a like a living jellyfish on you, and you have and you can't get it off you. You can't move. And it felt like it was all over my first to start on my torso, and it was moving down toward my waist, and then it was on my thighs, and it was moving, and it felt awful. And what it really felt like, if you really want to look up what it felt like, because I didn't see it, um, I just felt it. Um, if you ever seen the movie Life and the the alien known as Calvin, that's exactly what it felt like on top of me. And that's the first thing that came to mind when I came out of this experience, because I was like, yep, this is definitely that Calvin character all over me. Because I don't know if you guys know, but quote-unquote Hollywood, filmmaking, even writing books, anything that you generate imagination, you're actually pulling from an actual source. And a lot of times these filmmakers are getting downloads, I know from experience, because I've gotten many of them as well, even in my short films. So anyways, this thing was crawling all over me, and it was horrible. And then all of a sudden, it kind of faded into my knee area, down inward, and then I shot up out of bed. And instantly, I mean, the fear level was 1 through 10, it was like 100. But instantly, as I stood up, I was like, did that just happen? Am I tripping out? Did that just happen? And I'm like, no, I know it happened. Oh, my gosh. And I, I I mean, I've researched sleep paralysis, but this was horrible. I mean, this was really horrible. Um, a couple nights after that, I could not sleep. It was very, very hard for me to sleep. If you really want to look it up, go ahead look up the Calvin Life movie. Um, you can type in Life and then type in the Calvin Alien. That's exactly what was on top of me. Exactly. The way it felt the tentacles, even the face. When I seen the face of it, I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what was on on top of me. I could sense it. And then what started happening was I started getting synchronistically answers, I guess you would call from the the fabric of time, the great intelligence, which is connected to God, the God source, what was happening to me. And yes, it was. It was a hybrid interdimensional alien. And they're actually called, and people... I'm actually documenting this online, astral parasites, psychic leeches or energetic parasites, sometimes energetic vampires, or sometimes astral jellyfish, astral spiders. And it actually has a connection to entities being attached to your ethereal or spiritual body, the different layers of your soul interdimensionally, metaphysically, that feed off negative emotion Um, It could be obsessive-compulsive thoughts that these entities could be generating to generate negative energy that they can suck off. This um, could create a state where you do have sleep paralysis and you feel these entities on top of you. And I also came across synchronistically um, other movies that had these kind of creatures in them, these astral jellyfish, astral psychic vampires, psychic leeches, astral parasites. In these movies, um, one, for example, would be uh, Prometheus, the trilobite hybrid alien. That one was really disturbing too. That's almost exactly what I felt on top of me too. And you can just type that in on YouTube, trilobite from Prometheus. If you look up those movies, that's exactly what this entity felt like on top of me. So I did a whole bunch of what I would call um, spiritual rituals, spiritual prayers, spiritual warfare, to make sure that this this thing doesn't come back and so far it hasn't thank god which is really cool but it got me thinking and it got me diving deeper into the subject of astral parasites what are these things some people might say oh well you know it was just a demon so just pray let it go other people would say oh well you know it was an, an interdimensional alien you know so i really do sift through things with wisdom and knowledge what i call from the source and i got a lot of answers um it's kind of interesting too, synchronistically that these astral parasites seem to be related mirroring the COVID-19 crisis going on. COVID-19 is a virus. These astral parasites are also a virus interdimensionally, metaphysically and spiritually. And it got me really thinking. And I had a lot of synchronicities that these things were connected. It seems that, me and a couple other people out there are going through a metamorphosis of changing ourselves into who we really are, letting go of the old and going in with the new, which can be almost like detaching from a jellyfish, detaching from the tentacles of the old self. But truly what's part of the old self are these energetic and astral parasites. So sometimes, usually, people have sleep paralysis and they see what I would call the energetic vampires, the taller, more high-ranking entities. They wake up and they see the hat man, or they wake up and they see the old hag, or they wake up in sleep paralysis and they see these shadow people around the room. Sometimes those aren't necessarily attachments. They can be attachments, but they're more higher ranking. And sometimes they can be astral projection witches and warlocks in your room too, which is not good at all. But it seems that on our spiritual energetic bodies, we have these energetic parasites that feed off us constantly. Even if we're not in sleep paralysis, we probably don't feel them. But sleep paralysis is really a state where you're half awake, half asleep. You're more in the energetic realm now where you can sense these entities. Later on, I got um, synchronistically confirmations from the source that these energetic vampires need to be dealt with. And that's why I was allowed to go through the horrible experience, because how else would I know that they were attached to me? It could have been other factors, but those are the synchronicities and confirmations I had after the experience. And as I dive deeper into the study again of sleep paralysis, some more interesting confirmations came. It seems that the main cause of sleep paralysis is a state of astral projection into the fourth dimension, But the feeling of being in wax or in a state of quote-unquote paralysis is actually not just the body asleep. It is actually an astral parasite attached to you holding down your entire light body or your soul man, your soul body. And if you really want to go deeper into esoteric knowledge, you would have to go deeper into the engineers, the architects, the ones who manufactured these quote-unquote, hybrid aliens. And when I talk about hybrid aliens, I'm not really talking about Hollywood movies. I'm more talking about interdimensional tampering from the dark side. Some of you will understand, some of you will not. But it seems that there was an intrusion thousands of years ago that developed hybrid entities. And when they were wiped out in the deluge, the flood... They became disembodied spirits, and that's what you would call a demon these days. But there's different ranks, different levels, different creatures, and they're all created from the fallen one, the sor- the false source, the all-seeing eye, what you would call Lucifer. But it also goes, it seems that I'm getting downloads that it goes deeper than that. When this entity fell from the main for- uh, force, the source, the father source, the light source, the light, the true light bearer, it seems that it noticed the dark side that it could attach to to become almost like a false god in his own right, but living in the shadow of the main source. And that's what these hybrid aliens are. They're actually engineered from this fallen source. In Genesis 6, the Book of Enoch, if you want to Google Nephilim giants, you will find many sources That point to this uh, conclusion. Anyways, that's exactly what it felt like on top of me. It felt like a hybrid alien squirming all over me, and it felt disgusting and horrible, and it felt very demonic. It felt very dark and sinister. It felt very, I felt very helpless, and it felt very supernatural to the point where I would almost bleed more into religion just to be safe, but I didn't. Most people, when they have a demonic experience, they truly do go back to religion to go into the lie that they're safe. And the, I guess I'll call him what other people call him and what uh, one guy's work. His work is, Eno you know, Harmony. You can look him up. He has a blog and he also has um, a YouTube channel. He talks about the primordial father source, the primordial um, Yahweh. And I believe that is the true God. He's brought confirmation to me over and over and over. And it seems that this God has confirmed to me that a lot of people turn to religion to get a false safety that is actually a lie, it's just not true, that gives them an illusion that they're still in control. And they go to a fake version of God, a fake version of Yahweh, so they can comfort themselves into a fake lie that they're safe from these demonic entities without going deeper into the root of the cause to deal with it and then come out even stronger and come out even more enlightened, esoterically. And then as for Catholics, it's the same thing, but they will—they more, more go go toward, mm, well, I believe in God, so I'm fine. And then Christians do that too. I believe in God, so I'm fine. Um, there's nothing wrong about being a Christian, nothing wrong about being Catholic. It's just that I've noticed that type of thought processes people have from the mass brainwashing done by, I would call, the fallen architects, the fallen ones that have, who have seized control of this planet. And it's almost like a demonic algorithm, a reptilian algorithm, where even if you're just talking about them, even on a podcast like this, they do listen and they can't interact. So you do have to do it in the context of the great all seeing one hence the podcast name anyways i digress so it did it did it did feel like an interdimensional alien and that's when i knew it was a form of an attack or it was a form of me the godfather giving me a oh, awareness that this thing was attached to me so that way i could cast it out i can burn it off me um so i went to research and i found a whole bunch of different people illustrations that talked about these entities one of the google images i found online and it's by a guy named eric i believe he has his own channel he had a picture of these this guy and on his head were this it looked like a jellyfish interdimensional astral jellyfish on his head with all these tentacles all around on its mouth on its the back of his head and i just knew when i seen it it was confirmed in my spirit that this thing is is real. People have these attachments on them constantly. And a lot of times they can feed you thoughts that generate mind and emotional heart, electromagnetic signatures that they can feed off of or keep you in a state of submission. This is part of the plan that the dark one has on a lot of people. Um, a lot of these people, they pick up these para- astral parasites to different... I guess you would say sometimes thought processes, sometimes wrong place, wrong time. Sometimes it could be from a certain experience, maybe something you watched and you have no idea. These things have just latched themselves to you. Or maybe you might even have some type of mental illness that has a leakage in your spirit body. And this thing sees that and just goes wow, and just sucks on and goes right on top of you. But when i seen this picture that was very interesting and people do um have these it's not just me that's what started blowing my mind is when i started googling and youtubing it other people have experienced these things as well and uh to the next picture this one um blew my mind now this one i i found it it was interesting it's like a russian website so i don't know the translation but if someone could translate it that would be amazing But it seems that you have a person in their physical body, and then you have your energetic layers of body and soul all around them. And it's a picture of these astral parasites, these astral jellyfish all around attached to the astral and spiritual body, sucking on the energies of the head, sucking on the energies of the sides, the tops, the bottoms. And some people have more than one. And I guess sometimes... By It looks like from this diagram, by looking or projecting things, you could send these things to people, which is interesting. And that blew my mind, because when I first seen that, I was like, oh my gosh, someone's experienced it. (laughs) I mean, it looks just like what it felt like on me. And um, it seems that these entities feed off negative energy or old residual pains or emotions, um, it can even be through experiences as well, and kind of sensing that now. And they could attach to your head, your sides, and all kinds of ways. Um, but it's interesting when I was googling it, they truly look like um jellyfish. And that's what it felt like was on me. It's very interesting. So how do you get rid of these things? What I have been synchronistically been getting is you have to starve the beast. So partly because these, partly in a way, why these things are attached to you are mostly from what I would call bad habits. So if you're walking in the kitchen and you already had your three meals of the day and you sense this feeling that you're getting hungry or have a craving, that's probably a habit that you need to go, nope, I'm not hungry no more. I'm not gonna eat no more. Because the habit is linked to Neural pathways that need to be pruned away to develop new neural pathways so that way you don't eat anymore you don't overeat anymore you don't have that last slice of pizza you don't have ice cream you don't have even something healthy another another piece of whatever because you're done eating for the day but a lot of times when you have these habits it's connected to Old thought patterns and also old vibrations that I believe these entities can feed off of. But the more that you can change your neural pathways, the more that you can get rid of old bad habits. These entities have no more that they could suck off. They have no more energy that they could suck off you, and they have to leave because they're not being fed. And this goes with anything, any type of addiction, any type of bad habit, if it if it produces something that's negative in your life. Negative energy, negative thoughts, negative spiritual energy. That's what these things are feeding off of. And when you don't give that to them, they have to leave. Also, too, a lot of of times I did some research on this, and some people say that these entities can also feed you thoughts um, or images. So, for example, in my own experience, if um, if someone pissed you off in the past, I mean, your your mind's a record of the past, so. Um, and I encourage people to read the book. I'm learning a lot of this from a book I read. It's called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, How to Lose Your Mind and Create a New One. It's by Dr. Joe Dispenza. If you want to learn more about pathways and how to break some old habits and all that stuff, I would encourage you guys to read that to create a new mind. Because a lot of times you're working on unconscious and subconscious programs that you have no idea what you're doing, and you have to become aware of it. So your mind's a record of the past. So this entity will kind of remind you of someone that pissed you off remind you of a bad time you had, remind you to worry about this, to think about that, so that way it generates those feelings, those emotions, and now it could feed off them, and you're feeding it and feeding it, and I believe it can make these things bigger and bigger and bigger. That's why some of them are hard to get rid of. A lot of times this can be accounts for um, deliverance as well. People have deliverance ministries. Some people do um, entity removal and stuff like that, and they know how because These things are a lot, uh, they know how to do it, it just takes time. Because a lot of times they're attached to old thought patterns, old habits, old emotions. And that's where the work is truly done. And a lot of times this is part of the path that we're on. It's part to learn about these things. Some people get upset, well why can't God just remove it? It's possible and sometimes he has to do it. But sometimes we have to walk that road in order to learn something greater and deeper and more powerful than we would ever do if it if it was just removed. But that has been my experience. And I have been sensing um, as I do the work that my body has been getting lighter. I've been getting better thought. patterns. it's actually more about better thought patterns than in the actual entity. That's what I'm sensing in my head now, too. Is it's actually more about the old thought patterns than it is the actual entities, because the entities can come and go. But old thought patterns need to be changed in order to change your external and internal. For anybody out there that wants advice on how to get rid of these things, I would truly encourage them to seek holistically how to go about it. So not just seeking a spiritual advisor, not just seeking a therapist, not just doing research, not just watching a documentary about it, not just doing um, yoga, not just doing reading self-help books. Do all of it. Do all of it and commit fully to it and have mercy on yourself, don't beat yourself up, guide yourself into the all-knowing one, the all-seeing one. Let's move on to why are these entities reflected inside media and filmmaking? Why are these, what, what, what is, where does, where do these people get these ideas? Prometheus is very much a self-reflection of what's really going on in the universe, um, some people might think it's science fiction. It is not science fiction. Interdimensionally, these things are happening all the time, and they're actually abominations. The the aliens themselves, the the all-knowing one, the all-seeing one, did not intend for these things to exist, but they do exist. The the fallen architects, the fallen the fallen one, the The adversary, I guess you would say, I don't want to get too religious about it, but he's actually an alien, if you really want to know the truth. It's an interdimensional alien. It lives underground. It also could be spiritual and transferred to a a couple different dimensions, but it actually did attach itself to the shadow part of God and has now kind of become like the antichrist, the anti-God, working and trying to always sabotage the greater self, the greater knowing one. And in doing that, it's created its own creation, its own hybrid entities that it could attach to people to feed off of, to keep them in submission from going to the higher levels of consciousness, the higher levels of infinity, the higher levels of density, so that way you don't ascend into the greater self, the greater awareness, the greater intelligence, the Source Father, and it's actually Yahweh, It's the real one. There is a fake, ethereal one that has attached to it, but you need to get to the real one. And that's actually when you start seeing your quote-unquote prayers getting answered. And prayers are more more thoughts. They're more a connection with the Father Source, not so much asking God, bringing Him down to a human level. So have you experienced sleep paralysis? Have you experienced astral parasites? Have you experienced shadow people? Leave comments below on your stories and don't forget to um, also like, and subscribe and don't forget to follow the all seeing one podcast. I'm going to be having more guests talking about esoteric things and going deeper into the subject about the pre-Adamic age. Who is Yahweh? Who is the true God? Who is master Yeshua? What is reality? Am I touching? Is it solid or is it just vibrations? Are we living in a matrix? what is as above so below what is the tree of life are we connected to the tree of life what is kabbalah what is the truth what is the truth so i'm kyle macias or kj and i'm signing off